Hi, I'm Johnny Reinhardt. And I'm Megan Francis. And you're listening to the Meet the Makers podcast. In this show, we talk to the masters who create beer, wine, and spirits in Southwest Michigan to hear what inspires their craft. It's all part of the Makers Trail. You can learn all about the makers that are part of the Makers Trail at makerstrail.org and plan your route with the map available right at their website, makerstrail.org. And now it's time to Meet the Makers. Welcome to another episode of Meet the Makers. Very excited, as always, to check out all the great places around Southwest Michigan, but especially excited uh, because I got to check out Vineyard 2121. And oh my gosh, was it such a great experience? I will definitely be back there very soon to have a, a winerita. Yeah, I'll explain what a winerita is in a little bit when we talk to uh, Deb Palace, but also I want to go back there for their wood fired pizzas. I'm getting hungry just thinking about all of it. So, Without further ado, sit back, relax, grab yourself something delicious, and enjoy. Cheers. We're here at Vineyard 2121, and we're talking with uh, Deb Pallas, uh, the owner here. And uh, you know, oh my gosh, it's a, a nice, warm day here in Southwest Michigan. It's and you guys uh, have something really cool uh, that you just put in front of me. It's the, uh, the Wine Arita. Mm-hmm. What's this all about? Well, we started serving uh, wine slushies, oh gosh, I think last May Uh on Memorial Day, and they've been a huge hit ever since. And we had tried them at some other places and in different states or even locally, but we thought, well, we can do that, but we can make it better. Oh. And so we started putting fresh fruit in ours and fresh juices, and it really makes such a difference in the flavor. And people love them, and you get people all the time that come in, a lot of men especially, I'm here because my wife likes (laughs) it, I I don't really like wine, and you, you don't have beer? And we always say, well, we planted hops. And we did. Right. We're planning on having our, our brewer's license, hopefully by the end of the year. But until then, we had to come up with something that we thought people that weren't typical wine drinkers would like. So, of course, we had hard ciders, and we thought, let's give these slushies a try. Everybody loves them. Oh, my gosh. We can't keep them filled. That's great stuff. And, and that's what, you know, what's what's so great about being here in southwest Michigan and being here on the 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 Maker's Trail with uh, great wine uh, coming out of this area, but a lot of, obviously, a lot of fresh fruit as well. So to be able to combine the two mm-hmm. things is just fun. And also on a hot summer day, when you have a wine tour coming in, or you have, like you said, you have a couple coming in, it's like, oh, not, not so much a wine drinker. You have another option, mm-hmm. uh, and it's fun. And now, who doesn't love a slushie? That's right. So it's been a big hit, and we're very happy with it. And we like giving people other options. Yeah, definitely. Um, so let's backtrack a little bit. Let's, so how did this all get started for you guys? Uh, well, we purchased the farm in 2010, in December of 2010, actually. Uh, my husband, Jeff, had been a high-end landscaper for over 35 years. Okay. And when the economy got a little rough in 2008, 2009, he kind of hit a point where he said, do I want to keep doing this or do I want to do something else? And, right. you know, when you're self-employed your whole life, you don't have benefits or a retirement plan or anything like yeah. that to look at, go, like, consider when you're thinking of changing right. occupations. And our kids were almost all out of high school. And so we thought, well, if this is the time to do it, we're going to either move or stay here and do something else. And he looked at me one day and said, I'd really, I've always wanted to be a farmer. And I asked him if he was crazy. <laughs> 
And he said, what did he say? He said, well, let me tell you my plan. And he had been talking to some friends of ours that were in the process of getting their winery up and going. And they're a couple years ahead of us, actually 12 corners. And he said, you know, I think we could do that. And I think it would be really great. And he's like, and obviously you love wine. Right. And I said, (laughs) all right, keep talking. Yeah. So there again, the brain, the brainchild started there. And from there on out, it was constant research and self-taught. And uh, we had some wonderful mentors. Yeah. Uh, Len Olson was a great friend of ours and yeah. mentor and uh, bless his heart. He helped us so much and shared his uh, invaluable yeah. expertise and, and um, knowledge. Mm-hmm. And now we're still blessed that his son Gunner is our, our winemaker okay. along with Davino. And so we process everything at Barota Founders right now okay. because we've already outgrown our warehouse oh, wow. here. And that's where our processing building will eventually be. Yeah. But it's very expensive to, to move to that next step with all sure. the tanks. And so right now we're thrilled with the arrangement we have. He's our winemaker. He processes our grapes and we help him along with the process and choosing how to blend and what to do. And it's just we're just a great team. That is great, and yeah, we've talked to uh, we've talked to Gunner before mm-hmm. on, on the Makers uh, Meet the Makers podcast, and yeah, absolutely wonderful, very knowledgeable. Obviously, with his the knowledge that his dad had and what passed on to him, yeah. um, and makes great wine. And to be able to, uh, like you said, to be able to be you know entrenched in that and say, oh, how about we do this? Well, we try this. So we try mm-hmm. this, and, and you get to play around with all that and have some fun um, and make some great wine and. Like you said, you're running out of room. So yep. when you're running out of room, you have that option of being able to uh, have the wine uh, made over there as well. Absolutely. So, man. And so, yeah, I mean, when you pull up here, I mean, you guys are still growing. Oh, yes. Um, if anybody knows my husband, they knows, know that he thinks really big. Yeah. And about 100 things at one time. <laughs> so um, we're a very good team. I try to keep him focused. And he he's the dreamer, and I'm the... I'm the realist, and it, yeah. and it works for us. And um, so when we bought the farm, all there was here was juice grapes. Okay. There was 15 acres of juice grapes that had been let go through multiple owners that bought right. a vineyard thinking, oh, wouldn't it be romantic to yep. buy a vineyard? And then they got it, and they said, oh, my God, it's really, it's work. Oh, it's yeah. It's hard work. Oh, yeah. And it's expensive, and I don't want this. I just wanted the fun part. Yeah. And so when we came into it, we ended up having to pull out all those grapes because oh. there was no saving them. Right. And we were we knew we wanted to do that eventually anyways. Right. We just didn't plan on doing it as quickly as exactly. we did. Exactly. So that was the first uh, major change to the plan. So anyways, we pulled out all the grapes that first year. And during that time, we planted two acres of raspberries, thinking that would um, help supplement our income right. with, a, with a quick cash crop. And we found out raspberries were a lot harder than what we thought they would They can be. be. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> another lesson learned. But we still have the raspberries. <laughs> and we actually make our own limited edition. Uh, 100% raspberry cider and 100% blackberry cider because we've also started growing blackberries and that comes out usually late summer early fall and is a huge hit and we sell out of it it's like we put it out there and we say we have this many kegs of it left if you want to come fill your hollers you better do it because it's going to be gone and it's usually gone within a very short period of time definitely yeah because I mean you're you're using the fruit that is on the farm and and people realize that oh well, that, that's when it grows. That's when it's happening. So I, I'm running out of time. Right. And whatever the crop is, that's what the that's what it exactly. is for that year. So if we get a great crop, we may have a dozen kegs. And if we right. don't, we may have four. Wow. So it just depends on how the weather is that year. 
So everything's based on the weather. I always tell my husband, farming, I think, is the biggest form of gambling that there is. It is, definitely, because even, like you said, uh, with with not only the fruit, but mm-hmm. also when you have uh, wine grapes, you know, the, the weather throughout the entire year can affect what your harvest is going to be, but Absolutely. even almost even uh, affect the flavor oh, it uh, does. of the grape. It does. If so. there's a lot of rain, obviously, you're not going to have that real strong flavor. It's going to yeah. be a little watered down, you know, uh, in, in that. And last year was an excellent year, and the wines have turned out phenomenal. We think it's one of our best harvests yet. And That's this, what I've heard. this year is kind of going in that direction as well, so we're really excited about it. And in fact, um, it's not public knowledge yet, but I'm going to tell you that we Ooh. just found out last week that we were we were in a wine competition in okay. New York and we got awarded a silver medal for our 2015 awesome. Cabernet Franc Reserve and it's obviously a state grown yeah. and then we also no the silver was I'm sorry silver was for the Riesling okay. our 2017 Riesling which we're very proud of and our 2015 took a bronze it might not sound that great but it was an international competition right. with um I believe it was 2,200, uh, 220 countries competing. Wow. And um, six Michigan wineries actually placed at all. That was it. And so for the categories we were in, for us to get that kind of exposure yeah. and, and uh, to get an award, and it was our first one, right. we're, we're thrilled about it. So we'll be posting that soon with the medals when we get them, and uh, we're just really excited that that. That, that happened for us. Well, and that's what's so great is that uh, you go anywhere on on the Maker's Trail, uh, whether it's a brewery, a winery, or distillery, is that you see award-winning places. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you look at them, and they're, they're not just doing the local competitions. Mm-hmm. It's international. It's it's tons and tons of people, uh, places competing all, all together. And a lot of, a lot of Michigan uh, places winning. Oh, yes. Uh, I I believe, I I don't want to be quoted because I could be wrong, but I I know Domain also uh, placed, and I believe they took a gold for one of theirs, which is just such a huge compliment to them and to this area, and we're just so excited to be a part of it. Yeah, it's absolutely wonderful. And and like we said, the uh, the collaboration and the the mentorship with, and the just kind of friendship between Mm -hmm. all of the different wineries. I mean, you you can go down the road and find another one and Mm -hmm. find another one. And what's great is... It's it's like a fun competition. Like you, mm-hmm. you you compete, but then it's like oh you're friends, but then you also share ideas, mm-hmm. and it just makes everything better. Not only for for you, uh, for what you're doing, uh, mm-hmm. but also for the the customer that walks in here mm-hmm. and the community as a whole. Yeah. It, there was a an article that was put out, I believe. A few months ago, I'm not sure, but they had done a study to see what the wine industry itself had brought to Southwest Michigan. Yeah, and I believe it was upwards of four million last year and if you think about it a lot of people think well the wine trail but think about this people are wanting to come and now that the wine trail has expanded it takes more than one day to hit everything so then they're also utilizing hotels restaurants in the area beds and breakfasts the beaches the parks everything and now like for us you know here we are at the bike where the 96 and 94 meet right so we have so much traffic that goes by here just to head north, and they always thought they were going, you know, well, we've got four more hours to get to Traverse City. Yeah. You don't have to go. Not that you don't need to go there. That's nice. Go there, too. Yeah, that can be one of your later stops. But we're here. Yeah. You know, we're right here. We're two hours, an hour and a half, two hours from Chicago, Detroit, you know, less than an hour from Grand Rapids. Yep. 
It's it's a day trip. Exactly. It's great. It's a perfect spot for anybody that's visiting from uh, farther away, mm -hmm. out of state, or just down the road. Mm -hmm. And like you said, it's right at that 94, 96, right here on, on Red Arrow Highway, just off that. And uh, it's a beautiful spot. Thank you. And so what, what will people expect when, uh, if, for people that haven't been here, maybe they want to travel, what, well, what's it like? When we, uh, when we started the planning, we did a lot of research, and I've been a, I've been a, a, a waitress and a server since I was 13. Yeah. Tended bar, you know, did catering, done it all, many different types of service industries, but mainly restaurant and bars and yeah. that kind of thing. And I learned a lot. I learned a lot of things that people did right, and I learned a lot from what they did wrong. And I always thought in the back of my head somewhere, I think someday I'm probably going to end up owning a restaurant. Or, right. You know. And so when this came to pass with Jeff, I thought, okay, here we go. It's, it's going to happen. And so we did decide to have a kitchen included in ours. And that was a lot more work and a lot more licensing, right. a lot more expense with the building and, and time and training and things like that. But we knew we wanted to have that because not everybody does. And we felt mm -hmm. it was important to offer our guests something to eat because obviously if you're out on a wine tour all day, you need to eat. Yeah, I feel definitely. a lot more comfortable serving people wine when I know they're eating. Sure. Okay. And it pairs well too. Yes. I mean, that, that's, that's the thing too, is to, you mean, you can enjoy the wine by the glass mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, but to pair that with a, a cheese or oh, yeah. even a bread or anything like that or, or a, a meat or anything mm -hmm. is that you get those subtle flavors that you wouldn't get and you get an extra appreciation it, of, absolutely of the wine. absolutely and we learn with that all that I'm constantly every day I'm learning something new yeah. and it's it's fascinating like you said and and I never gave that a lot of stock before we started doing sure. this and then when we did and I started doing it myself I saw what people were talking about right. and now I enjoy it so much that every time I eat anywhere I think oh this would go so good with right this, you yeah. know and so I totally agree with you and that's a really fun thing to do and yeah. we actually do a lot of those types of events we actually just did an event like that up at the Saugatuck Center for the Arts for yeah. a fundraiser for them and we paired four different small courses with four of our wines and they said it was one of the best ones they'd ever had there and that really made us feel very good that That's they great. that they told us that so uh, we have a kitchen we do have uh, charcuterie boards cheese boards hummus um i have homemade liverwurst pate homemade oh. salmon uh spread that we do um some paninis some really nice uh gourmet salads uh we do wood fire pizzas every friday my husband built the wood fire pizza oven himself wow and it's delicious and we make we put together our sauce with some of our wine it's just fabulous and people call from Chicago and say, are you guys still going to be serving pizzas when we're coming through? And I'm thinking, that's a pretty yeah. good compliment when people from Chicago are asking oh, yeah. if we're still going to be serving pizzas. And they love to come and sit on the patio and enjoy it and have a glass of wine and li listen to the music. We have live music every Friday and every Sunday from May through October. Okay. Uh, Friday nights are 5 to 8 normally. Sundays are 2 to 5. Once a month, we throw karaoke in there for something fun. Nice. We're silly and fun around here. And <laughs> that's, that's what I been like. Good for, you know, that's been very good for us. That's yeah. one thing we noticed that people said, I like going wine tasting, but sometimes I just want to have fun. I don't want right. to feel rushed or feel like I have to get really dressed up or sure. act a certain way or not talk or that, you know. And so obviously we're not a sports bar. Right. But we, we kind of consider ourselves a wine bar. I like that. We want you to come and sit 
we have stools around our bar, which most places don't. We do pull them on Saturdays and Sunday in the summer because yeah. we're just too busy. Right. But we have a huge patio that pretty much doubles our capacity for guests. And uh, we're expanding, like you said, all the time. And um, people just really enjoy our really laid-back atmosphere yeah. that we designed the building, we built the building, we did everything. When we say from the ground up, we mean from the ground Le- up. Yeah, this even fr- us. like you said, even from the grapes. There was they, no roads. There were no roads. There were no buildings. There wow. was nothing. That wow. driveway wasn't there. There was just trees. I mean, I'm putting together a chronological slideshow, and every time yeah. I work on it, I cry because I'm like, <laughs> oh, my God, I can't believe we did that. You know, so it's, yeah. it's pretty cool. We really enjoy it. So this year, we're starting something new. Um, we've been wanting to do this since we started, yeah. but we just weren't able, you know, financially or and just with um, employees. You know, right. it's so expensive and, and hard to find enough people and be able to afford to pay exactly. everybody what they need to be paid. So this year we're holding three large outdoor concerts in our vineyard. Really? We're going to get our feet wet here and see how it wow. goes. So for our birthday bash in July, we have um, Libido Funk Circus, which is one of Chicago's premier dance and party yeah. bands coming. Love those it guys. It will be a 21 and older event. And it will, um, right. the whole day goes from about noon to seven. The gates will open and they can come in the event parking. They'll get checked in, wristbanded. We'll have wine, ciders, slushies, everything out on, in the vineyard, yeah. food as well. And then the band starts at four o'clock, goes till seven. Everybody leaves before it's dark. Everybody had a fun day. Uh, bring a lawn chair, a, a blanket, and yeah. chill out and have a good time. I love that. So we're super excited about it. So, yeah. and then the next one is the third Saturday of August. Okay. And that's we're calling that our end of summer bash because most people have to go back to school before sure. September. And that's going to be P.S. Dump Your Boyfriend. Oh, another great group. Another great group. So, very excited. Another fun day. Another twenty-one and older event. Uh, just because I think that's proper for, for them. Yeah. And then our last event this year is our Pappy's Harvest Festival, which we've done every year since we opened. Right. But we're expanding on it this year to do the music and everything out in the vineyard versus up here. Awesome. We've kind of outgrown this. We do a grape stomp. We have people that sign up way in advance. They do four-person teams. It's become like a tradition for some families. (laughs) It's a riot. We have so much fun. And so we'll do the grape stomp, and then we will have, um, that day, we'll have music all day. Keith Scott Blues, who's actually performing here tomorrow night out of Chicago. He's That's a blues great. guy. He, he's played with uh, Buddy Guy, and he, I mean, he's big. Yeah, I've seen him perform before. He's yeah. awesome, and he's a lot of fun. So Keith will be here tomorrow night, but he's our opener for our Pappy's Harvest Fest. He's been at Pappy's every year. So he's 1230 to 330. And then another hometown boy, Brian Randall Band, is going to be here that night from 4 to 7. So that's going to be an all-day party, music, country, rock, fun in the vineyard. And so we're really looking forward to that. And we do a hog roast every year for that. In the last three years, we've done five full hogs. Wow. Over a thousand years of corn and all the homemade sides because I'm a stickler about food, so it all has to be homemade. Right. So, um... I think we'll probably be doing a lot more hogs this year. Wow. That's great. <laughs> I, I, I love that. And that, like you said, fun uh, in the vineyard. That's that's pretty much the theme mm-hmm. uh, when you come here. And you can just you can just feel it. I mean, even in the middle of the day, you're going to have people that are having fun uh, and having a good time, even in the middle of the week. I mean, and it's a, it's a great place to check out. You also do weddings here, too, right? We do. We do. We do weddings. We're, we're kind of easing into that because we're still in so much construction mode. Sure. So we're trying to get everything polished up, and yeah. it's kind of pulling together this year. I think by fall, all the grounds should be exactly the way we 
we want them. Right. Jeff's working on another spot that's down by our Willow Pond when you pull in. He's been working day and night on that. Yeah. It's crazy. Finishing up our patio just this week. We've got a rehearsal dinner here tomorrow night. Um, and then he'll finish up down towards the stage area for the band so that that's ready in July. And um, another reason that that's really uh, important to us is we, we knew when we opened that we wanted to dedicate the corner of the vineyard where we'll be holding these events to yeah. a dear friend of ours that we lost, um, Carl Payne, mm -hmm. who was a local musician. I don't know if you knew right. Carl, but wonderful, wonderful angel of a man. Yeah. And um, we asked his... Uh, wife at the time when we were opening how she would feel about us dedicating that corner to him because he grew up playing on this farm. Yeah. And uh, she was thrilled about it. So unfortunately it took us three years to get there. <laughs> but so Rhonda, uh, who's now remarried to a wonderful man, yeah. um, will be helping us dedicate the stage at our first event. That's wonderful. So it's going to be a very, very cool day. I love that. Thank you. That is great. And to be able to come here and have uh, not only a glass of wine, mm -hmm. uh, but to have a, a winerita or mm -hmm. a slush uh, or cider. We, we, we haven't even talked about the mm -hmm. cider yet. Uh, tell yep. me about this. How so, did that all go? So like I mentioned that we have the raspberry and the blackberry cider on a limited edition basis. Yep. That'll be later in the summer. We always have the apple and cherry hard ciders. And the reason we did that was was thinking ahead we wanted to have an option for right. our beer drinkers obviously it's not beer but it's a beer texture sure. it's a, that feel that mouth feel and we tr we didn't want anything too sweet right and so it's just been a it's just been a great addition for yeah. what we do and people really enjoy it and even I I'm, I I like my dry reds and my dry whites but on a really hot day I like a nice glass of cold cider yeah and like I mentioned uh, we did plant hops we are in the licensing process with the state of Michigan right now to get cool. our brewers and small distilling license that's the overall final plan that's great and we got the blessings of the township so now we're moving on to to add that to another thing that we can offer our guests and our and our weddings and events and yeah. things like that so wow just growing and growing and growing it just a you know short time ago mm -hmm. that this was like you said just a wide open space, basically, mm -hmm. that had not been tended to. And you have, uh, like you said, with your husband and you, him being the, the dreamer and the mm -hmm. almost over dreamer, you're able to bring him back down mm -hmm. to ground. And uh, the combination of the two has made an absolutely beautiful place. Thank you. Uh, that just has even more and more uh, great things to come. Mm -hmm. And so you've kind of kind of given me a lot of uh, secrets and things that you've been talking about. But I like to always ask people. Um, is there something that maybe you guys, uh, that you have a secret, maybe you're working on or you have a, a dream that hasn't been yet taken? Uh, we're, we're pretty wide open yeah. with everything uh, that we discussed. We have a couple other projects that we were hoping to get done this year. I'm sure. not sure if it's going to happen because I told Jeff, you know, we're not 20 anymore. <laughs> if we keep working like this, we may not live very sure. long because we're working so hard but um, eventually down on the pond that's by the exit he started yeah. a golf green down there oh cool and um, we're, we're going to eventually have a tiki bar that overlooks that pond and a oh, golf green that's going to be like the more like that's laid great. back Jimmy Buffett type yeah. of that kind of area and um, 
you know, when we when we were planning this, we decided we wanted to be able to give back to the community right. as much as we could. Yeah. I mean, and it's hard because every day people are calling and sure. you know, wanting and needing donations, and I get that. But at the end of the day, we try to keep it as local as possible Definitely. because you, you just have to draw a line somewhere. So our forethought was we wanted to have some places on the property where people could hold fundraising events. I love that. And so when he said, you know, like I told you, he's got a million ideas. And every time he talks, I say, please don't talk because you're you're making me (laughs) nervous. Because every time you talk, I know it's going to make more work for me and cost more money. But um, when he brought up the golf green thing, I said, are you serious? That's silly. You know, and he said, no, just think about it. And he showed me again. And I said, "Okay, okay." And so then he started talking to all these golf friends of his because actually that's how Jeff and I met. I was working my second job and he was golfing. Oh, okay. Yeah. And he was having a bad day because he didn't golf well. And I said, oh, boo-hoo, I'm working my second job. I don't feel sorry for you. And that was it. Oh, that's wonderful. We've been together ever since. So anyways, um, when he said that, I thought, oh, you just want that golf green so you can golf. And not right. work. You know, that's what I'm thinking. But then he started telling all the friends. And they're like, oh, man, as soon as you're doing that, we're going to be, you know. And I thought, okay, he's on to something again. Yeah. Here we go. Let's do it. So we're about a third of the way on that project, but I told him that's going to have to be the last project sure. of the year. We're yeah. moving in order. Yeah. If we get to that, things we do. Going on, and yep. if we don't, it'll be next year. Oh man, this that's great stuff. And, and that's, that's the fun part about it. It's a labor of love. Um, and you, you have these great ideas and you have the, uh, you know, the community and your mind as well. So it's just a, a great place to, to come you. here and just have some fun uh, and enjoy some great drinks. Well, I hope that you come back and try the pizzas and oh, yeah. bring some friends and Definitely. just try everything. The pizza. When you told me pizza, I you had me a pizza for yeah, sure. We, yeah. uh, and that, that is a, a wonderful thing. And to be able to have all the different options that you have mm-hmm. is just a great place. So people need to plan their trips uh, here to uh, Vineyard 2121 and uh, do that. You can do it at uh, makerstrail.org and uh, do that soon. But Deb, thank you so much for uh, taking thank the you, time. Thank you, Johnny. I appreciate it. Hey, thanks for listening to another episode of Meet the Makers. We would love for you to leave us a rating or review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. And make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode. Remember, it's all brought to you by the Makers Trail. Plan your route at makerstrail.org.